Hallelujah. Normally, Father's Day is a very, uh, you don't make too much noise. Hallelujah. But I understand Mother's Day, we make noise. Uh, because when women are laboring, uh, it takes one day a period to labor and they scream and they, there's too much noise. So, so attention is drawn uh, that somebody is laboring. But fathers labor throughout their life to feed their family. So because it's not one-time labor, <laughs> you continue to labor, to labor until what you want to see, you see it in your child, until you leave this earth. So it's just more than that have close sense in the olden time, it is the man that labor to take care of the family. So they don't labor only one day and the child come and you arrest them. But their laboring is continuous and continuous. And because of that, nobody sees the pain they go through. Amen. Amen. Yes, to be a father is not easy. Even God. <laughs> to be a father of mankind is <laughs> not easy. But God gives grace to everyone. I want to read from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. He said, children, do what? Obey your parent in the Lord. He didn't only say obey your parent. When they tell you to do anything, even to go and kill somebody or go and steal somebody's things, you go and do it. Obey your parent in the Lord. For this is what? So what is right? So any time God speaks to you, your father speaks to you, and you obey it, the Bible says it is right. If you disobey it, it is wrong. For this is right. The verse 2. Honor your word. Not your mother. First. The mother didn't come first. Honor your word. <laughs> Which one came first? So you cannot jump the father and move to the mother. If you do that, you misplace the, the whole thing. In fact, that is what is destroying the society. Hey, prophet, what are you saying? God himself says, honor number one, huh? number two, But I know it's very difficult. Normally, the commandment of God, so that they are not easy. <laughs> Honor your father and your mother. And let's see with which is what? Which is what? The first commandment with what? Promise. promise. 
How many of you want promises? Promises are honored. Anytime you enter here, this is the first commandment that have promise attached to it. There are some commandments you don't gain anything. There's no promise attached to it. But this one, the first one which you have promise attached to it is honor your father and your mother. So the devil and the system have made it so difficult for fathers to be honored. It tried to twist and make things difficult, both from the father's side and the children's side. Because he wants to keep a certain promise for mankind. Because that promise is for all mankind. Because everybody has a mother, everybody has a father. How many of you here don't have a father? You may not know your father, but you have one. The fact that you don't know your father doesn't mean you don't have a father. The fact that you don't know your mother doesn't mean you don't have a mother. Except you came, even Jesus, except you are a demon or an angel that have put on the body of a human being. Even that one, you have a father. <laughs> but the spirit in which you come from is your father. So there is an attack on fatherhood. So much that fathers have a certain kind of attack. The moment they call you a father, something comes into everybody's mind. An irresponsible man. Oh? But fatherhood is responsibility. Honor your father and your mother so that what is the promise? The promise that is added to it that it may be well with you. The first promise is what? How many of us want wellness? You don't want wellness. Go and insult your father. Wellness comes when you honor your father. Wellness comes when you show honor to your father. Somebody say, this wicked man. Well, he's wicked. Well, he ran away from the house. But whose name are you carrying? Huh? You're carrying a man's name. I insult the name that you are carrying. Honor your father and your mother so that it will be well with you. Not only wellness, that you may live, what? Long on the earth. They have walked through some path which you haven't walked through. The mistake they have done, you don't know how they fell inside. So all these experiences can help them to guide you not to shorten your life like how their life is being shortened. As you honor them, there will also be what? Longevity of life. It's a duty of a son to listen to the good advice of the father. 
Sometimes the son, there's a son who did not honor the father. There were two children. One of them thought he's very smart in the modern world. I want to have independent. I don't want my father to control me. I don't want him to use his archaic way on me. So, Daddy, give me my portion. I want to take my life in my hands. And from today, take me from your book. I'm no longer your son. Give me my portion, the portion of my inheritance. In fact, he killed his father in his heart. Why did I say that? You cannot inherit if the person is alive. So he said, be a dead man. If you are going to die today, tomorrow, die today for me. So that if you die the rest, that's it. Give me my inheritance. The father knew that this gentleman, it won't be well with him by dishonoring me in this way. But as a father, if that is what you like, like how God does, sometimes we want to take a certain, uh, God is trying to tell you, don't do this. You say, God, God will not be holding, he said, okay, take when he took it, he thought there was freedom. No, when you are not under parental control, you think you are free. You think you can do anything. Now you want to smoke, you smoke. You want to drink, you drink. Nobody tells you anything. Anytime you want to come home, you come. You want to have five girlfriends. Now nobody calls you to advise you again. Because you have taken your inheritance. He's enjoying what he has. Use what he has, but he hasn't learned from the father that it's not only spending, it's also investment. That whatever comes into your hand, if you don't invest it and you spend it, it will finish. If you want to have a longevity with your finance, with your life, you need some principle from your father that will help you. What made him acquire those properties and have kept them till you are grown to this time and you want an inheritance? You need to learn that thing from him. How did you do a daddy so that you can have longevity of life, and it will be well with you. For the first short time, it looked like you are enjoying. You look like you have freedom. You look like you have everything. You look like you are doing everything. To You are, you are, you are excited. You look like you have your whole life. Every new thing you buy, 
You buy cars, you and your friends, you drive around, buy petrol inside it, and the, 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 the account is going down, down, down. And you don't see it, oh. <laughs> down. Until the last time you go red. Then you begin to sell the cars, sell the houses. When everything got finished, he decided to go and look for a job. He hasn't learned the discipline of working. He wasn't trained for anything. So the job you're going to get won't be any job that can take care of you. So he decided to work at a certain place with pigs. Taking care of. Jesus said, don't throw your pair among the pigs. When he cast out the demons, where did they go? Demon house. You want to go there? When you fail to listen to your father, you shift yourself into the hands of a demon. I mean, good advice, godly advice from a father. That's why I read, honor your father and mother in the Lord. Not any kind of, because the father also must take the instruction from God. He must live under the constitution of God. His authority can be valid. So fathers, this boy, everything got finished. His clothes got torn. He became hopeless. What to eat, he can't eat. He can't get it. Now he and the pigs are fighting for their food. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pulse that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. Did you hear what? Now you want not human food. What? Even that one said no one gave you. Is it well with you? And this guy was dying, well torn. But thank God for the father. All the time, he was waiting, looking. He knows that this boy will come back. He knows the step he has taken, he won't land anywhere. He will come back. And the boy. But when he came to himself, say when he came to himself, Sometimes when we are taking decision, you are out of yourself. But if you really think deep inside and with yourself, you won't take that decision. When he came to himself, he thought through. He said, ah! Repentance then came. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to eat. Bread enough and to spare. And I perish with hunger. He's now remembered. Meanwhile, 
I think half of the, the inheritance was divided. He got almost half, if there are two brothers. Why is it that the half is still able to employ people and the half is still able to keep them? The half is still able to make them rich and you, you one person alone have taken the half and you have dissipated all. It's not what came into your pocket, but how you manage it. And fathers will teach children how to manage their marriage, how to manage everything, how to manage things so that it will be well with you. When he kept himself, he decided, look, I am not going to stay here. Even if servants are enjoying, I am going back. I want, I'm not going to be a star. Already I killed my father. I'm now going there to go and look for employment. I know the heart of my father. That even the servant, he takes good care of them. I'm now going for, to ask for employment in that place. So that I'll be sweeping the, the gate. It's not easy to go back. When you know you've stabbed your father at the back. But forget it today. And put up yourself. And begin to walk forward. He took a step. So we must take steps to mend relationship. I know, fathers, some of them are. I know. We have good fathers. We have bad fathers. We have good mothers. We have bad mothers. But maybe the bad fathers are more. <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> I haven't done any statistical. I haven't, I haven't. Sometimes, not that they are bad. Sometimes, some of them, because they are disciplined, they have to make sure you do the right thing. And human beings don't like discipline. They will gravitate towards the one who won't discipline them. If it's so, that's the reason why you hate your father. Then you are wrong. When you are going wrong, the father should tell you the road you're passing is dangerous. You want to go out with some friends say, hey, bad company corrupts good moral. You have a good moral. We've taught you good things. I know you trust yourself, but when you mix yourself with bad children, they will affect you. Don't go. Say, Daddy don't want me to, be, to do this. The next time you want to dodge your dad. This boy, I thank God, he took a decision, I want to go. And on his way, do you know who saw him first? His father, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was still what? A great way off. His father saw him. His father did what? Saw him and had what? Compassion. One of the quality of a father is compassion. Any father that holds things against his children forever, I know that there's a problem with you. A father must have compassion no matter how your son have hurt you, wounded you, 
trouble you, compassion must be in your heart for your children. So the son, his father saw him. He saw him. And what? And had what? Compassion. There's a difference between compassion and sympathy. Compassion will make you run to bring help. Sympathy will only help use you to, to cry with a person. Compassion will go beyond sympathy and bring, find, how can I bring this person out? That's why funeral they are sympathizers, not compassionate people. If you are compassionate, you have to wake the person up. I hope you're getting me. The father had, how many fathers are here? We pray that God will put, that's how God treats us. He had compassion over us. Sometimes if God had to treat us without compassion, like none of us would be there. But with all our foolishness, excuse me to use that word, God still opens his hands and holds you. Because of the compassion, he will never throw you away. So the father saw him afar and had compassion. That's why most of the time, stepchildren have problems with stepmothers. Because the compassion of the father competes with the love for the wife. And the love, the wife thinks that, ah, this your child, if I want to discipline him like this, and you say, man. But there's something in the man that when you don't treat his son well, it hurts him, and it pushes him sometimes to be angry with you, even though he made a vow with you. The father was sitting down, and he looked and he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great word, how did he recognize? Because the man was looking every day, expecting his son. If you don't expect somebody, sometimes you won't recognize him. Somebody can come and pass in front of you because you are not, you don't expect him. You won't know that he's the one who passed by. And somebody traveled, he said he was going. I think he didn't go. I thought he went to the airport, then he came back. The next time, I think it was two days later, the guy came, he greeted him. I didn't recognize he was the one. Because I, in my mind, he's, he's, he's outside. Because I wasn't expecting him. But if I'm expecting you, even if you are from afar, I'm able to know you are the one coming. So there is an expectation in the heart of a father. A father must have expectation for his children to return to where they want them to be. Don't give them up. Don't throw them away. Open up your hand. Then the next, he said, and he saw him and had compassion and ran 
and fell on his neck and kissed him. He acted. Compassion will not let you sit down and say, ah, what's your Abba, if you've gone and you've come, let's see. Compassion will push you. He couldn't sit down. He was excited. He forgot about the sin and all the stabbing at the back. But compassion moved him. He didn't even walk. He did what? He ran. He was expecting this son to come. It wasn't his will that this son would go away. He was praying that this son should come back. It was his prayer topic all the time. Still expecting that something will happen to this boy to come back. And truly, when he saw him afar, he said, wow, my prayer has been answered. The father did not then come. Hey, you are the one who took the thing and went away. That was not the problem now. He ran. He ran that what I've been waiting for many years. Here is he, my son of change. He ran and embraced him if he's a Ghanaian. If he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a the, the worst thing we under, well, they will kiss him. Ma, ma. He's an African, a Ghanaian. He opened his arm and he will take his son on his chest and say, my son, welcome. Ah, people look at the bad boy, partner. this bad boy. Look at what this man, old man. What is wrong with this old man? Look, don't throw away those they say they are not good. Fathers might have a compassion. And look at what happened. And the son said to him, Father, you see, the love he showed, the son cannot but cry. Father, I have sinned against heaven. Against what? And, and in your sight, what I have done, I feel guilty before God. I haven't done well. Not because I stab you alone. What I did, I'm not feeling fine inside me. But, huh, I am no longer what? Worthy to be called your son. What I did, I disown you. What I did, I killed you. So I'm no longer your son. I don't, I don't even fit to be called your son again. And look at my dress. Your son shouldn't dress like this. But the father, you know what the father said? If it's you, what will you say? When they speak, they speak and you don't hear. This is what you are. You see? That is the time that you then sit down and now you want to cut the guy into pieces, dissect the person, do cut him into peace, bring all his sins that he's committed from his childhood. The father did not behave like that. Already he himself knows his sin. You don't need to go and tell him his sin. But the father said to the servant, bring out the best word, rope, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and the sandals on his feet. 
It means that when we're going, he was wearing shoes, but when he was coming, he had nothing. Everything was torn. This child that looks very handsome, looked ragged, looked like somebody who is out of his mind. But he said, my son, I want to reverse my son to where he used to be again. So now, if you have repented, then I can do something about it. That is how God is waiting for all of us. No matter how wretched you are, when you come to him, he will change you. He will give you new robe and put a new ring on you. A good father, isn't it? And bring the what? The fatted calf here. And kill it. And let us eat and be merry. When people come back to the family, it's time for merry and happiness. Not time for accusation and bringing out what is done to A, B, C, E, D. It is time for all of you to rejoice. So they said, let's do that. And he killed the fatted cow. For this, my son, was what? Dead. The son thought he killed the father. He didn't know that he was the one who killed himself. <laughs> he thought I've killed my father and I've inherited him. He didn't know that it was he rather who died. <laughs> this my son was what? And is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be married. And while they were, now his older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. Hey! Brothers will understand. Fathers should understand. So he called one of the seven and asked what these things meant. Because the father didn't tell him they were going to do party. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him saved and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. Is this father fair? But he was what? Happy. You, what will you be? To be honest with you, what will you be? Sons don't understand things like how fathers understand things. Sometimes there are people in the church, their life doesn't mean they should be in church. God accept them and sometimes we are angry that they are in church. Ah, God, I have saved you, saved you, ushered and done everything. I have done this, live all this life. You haven't given me a husband. This prostitute that was outside there, he came and he's born again. Look, he's got a husband. Hey, I won't come to church again. Are you getting me? He said that, that's why he said, this guy who has wasted his portion. What does he want in this house again? So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your 
commandment <laughs> at any time. And yet, you never gave me a young goat that <laughs> I might make merry with my friends. If you look at this, you look at the father, he's a very wicked man. But no, God is showing us a lesson. Why? Look at the father's answer. But as soon as he said, I won't come home. Ah, this man, always I will go and work and work. You tell me, sit down or sit down, get up. I get up, do this, I do this, and everything. I'm running, running out. I run all, run. Look, night, I come. I'm tired. Look, I'm doing everything to please you. And now, you have even killed a small goat. For me and my friend to make party. But as soon as this son of what? He is my brother. <laughs> as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, and you kill, <laughs> you kill the fat egg cow for him. And they said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. See, the problem with that good boy is that he's very good. Obedient, but he never asked. Did he ask the father that I want to have party with my friend? And the father said, I won't give you. He said, ask, it shall be given. Anyone that asked, he will give. This bad boy will always ask. <laughs> never be these two Christians. Those who come to church, Always asking. Asking the reason why they are there. What God give me this. God give me this. God give me this. God will give it to you. That's good. And never be the other one who will come and say, oh girl, opa, family. Whoever asks will receive. So if you don't ask, you will never receive that is the essence of prayer. Don't sit down and think God knows your problems. Yes, he knows your problems. But he wants you to ask so that he can intervene. The reason why you don't receive answers is because you didn't ask. So it's another lesson. Good boys think because they are good, good things must happen to them. No! It's not enough to be good. <laughs> it's good to be good. But with your goodness, ask. The bad boy have learned the secret of prayer. The good boy having learned the secret of prayer. So I've thrown that into you. Fathers, he received the son, he came back, was changed. 
If you have gone afar from God, today is the best day to return to him. Return! 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 My son, return! The cry of God is that all of us will return. If we've backslided, return. If we've gone afar from God, return. Whatever situation in which you are, don't condemn yourself. Do what? Return. Your sin might be like what? Might be red and whatever it is, you may be so dark, wretched like that boy. Your dresses will be changed. Once you return and you repent and you come to God, he will change your life. He's not going to take the past to condemn you. He's going to take the presence to talk about and rejoice over you. I want us to pray a prayer today. Fathers, if we haven't played our role as fathers well, it's not easy to play a fatherly role. The mothers are saying, ah, is it easy to be a mother? Naturally, when the children are born, they are with the mother. So there's a bonding. Whether you are conscious or unconscious, there's some kind of bonding. Naturally, a father sometimes goes to work. And by the time he comes, the mother has spent many days playing with the child. They've got this end. And they are, they are so bonded. And the father becomes a third party. So we need to break through the natural realm so that we'll be able to win them to our side. Even if it is one hour, find quality one hour time with your children, men. You do hear me, men? It's not how many hours you spend with them. It's the quality hours you spend with them. Input something in them. Put boldness in them. Affirm them. Tell them they are great. You appreciate them. The reason why most men want to use money and dresses to impress people because they haven't received affirmation from their fathers. When your father says you are great, you don't need to prove to anybody that you are great. If your father says, I appreciate you, you don't need anybody to say, I appear before you feel good. You know you are good. But because fathers don't tell their children, we, we, we are left with something. We had the other aspect of our mothers. So small thing, we start crying. But the man aspect is not inside them. And the mother have told them. You see, your man, you see how your daddy did to me. The other day. He got to school. And somebody took his pen. You take my pen. You take my pen. That daba, if you take his pen, say, hey, give me my pen. <laughs> it's my pen. I don't need to cry for what belongs to me. It's mine. 
bring it. That they have put that thing in them. Let's both together, male and female, train our children together. And we have a good society and a very good society. Because the fatherhood is getting lost. We have unbalanced society. Let us be responsible. Let's change fatherhood in Ghana. Amen. I've seen good fathers. I've seen great fathers. I've seen mighty fathers. I've seen fathers who are waiting. I see fathers who are going to change Ghana. And I see fathers who is going to change the world. Fathers, are you cool? You've done well. I pray that we will raise children that will be balanced children. God bless you.